Welcome to the Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We've combined life experience with young adult drive and ambition. Are you just starting to college plan? Did you finish your education and wonder, now what? Join us in this lively discussion about the topics you need to know to create the next stage of your life's dreams, careers, finances, education, and more. Welcome to episode two of Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. This has just been so much fun putting together, and we have teed up a great episode for you today. As always, we have Alex and Capri here, our experts, our young adults that are really the two old kids. And we have brought in today Ida Salah. Alex and Capri have worked with Ida Salah as she was the avid for Sage Creek in Carlsbad. But we really get to hear her expertise and the what we wish we would have known when we were younger and what she would advise. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Well, first, um, would you tell us a little bit about your background, how long you've been doing this, how long you've been in education and, and why you love it? Yeah, um, so I this is my 13th year teaching, and um, I started teaching middle school. Um, I taught 6th, 7th, and 8th grade wow. for about six years, um, and I taught English. I was an English teacher, and um, after the first six years, I decided it was time for a change, and I um, made the move up. We were opening a new high school in my district, and it was about the third year, and I wanted to go be a part of a the campus that was still building its culture. And so I went over there to teach English and AVID. And um, I uh, became the AVID coordinator my second year there. And so then I slowly started teaching less English and more AVID um, as I really started to learn about what the program was. And um, and so now I only teach AVID and I'm the coordinator of the program. Um, I was a college tutor for AVID when I was back in college um, and, you know, done a couple other things at my school besides that. I ran Link Crew, which was like our freshman orientation mentorship program, advisor for a couple of clubs, um, leadership team, you know, a couple of things I'm involved with. Um, but, you know, trying to make sure I don't burn myself out. So <laughs> You do a lot. <laughs> yeah. And just for the listeners who don't know what AVID is, would you mind explaining it for us? Yeah, so AVID is a nationwide program. It started in, I think, around 1980. Um, and it actually started in San Diego and Claremont. Um, and it, since then, it's spread. I think about half a million kids are in AVID and it's around the whole country. But it originally started um, when um, they were actually busing students in from uh, lower income neighborhoods in San Diego in the eighties. Um, and they were busing them into Claremont and they were integrating the school really. And some of the teachers, uh, were not quite, didn't really have the highest of expectations of these students. And so what an English teacher there, Mary Catherine Swanson, um, decided that these students had all the potential in the world. And they were most, the majority of them were first would be first generation college students. Um, and so she kind of led with this philosophy of um, uh, rigor um, and not remediation. Um, and so she started um, putting them into advanced classes and, you know, honors English. And some of the teachers like, we don't want them in honors classes, but she had a system of like, we will raise the expectations and we will support you along the way and you will be successful. And she hired some college tutors from UCSD and from there, the, the program just kept growing and growing from that one classroom into a whole um, school-wide program. And, you know, it's 
it's uh it's crazy how big the program is from where it started. So yeah. It's pretty impressive. Well, Capri and Alex rave about you. So I'm gonna let them take this over. I know they have some questions, but they rave about you. So we were really thrilled you joined us today. Thank you. They're awesome. (laughs) I was a uh tutor in a Mr. Law's class or Ida's class. Sorry. Always got to call you Mr. Lives. I don't know if that's ever going to go away. <laughs> that was my, uh, my senior s- semester, first semester, and then my second trimester as well. And I can just say too, Mr. Lod cares so much about these kids. I know everyone says, you know, obviously all teachers care about the kids that they teach, but I think Mr. Law really took it the extra step. She was so invested in every single kid that I worked with as a tutor She pushed them because she really believed in their potential and she saw their potential. And man, those kids got so many college acceptances. I remember you and I touched base. um, I think it was like four years after I graduated. And I, you know, hearing all these names, oh, so-and-so got into this college and this college. And I was like, wow, like that was all you. So just wanted to um, put that out there, like how awesome Ida is and how much she believes in her kids and pushes her kids because she sees their potential. And as a student tutor, that was just really amazing to see that passion. And um, yeah, no, I, it was one of the greatest experiences in my high school experience. I would agree with everything Alex just said. Um, I also was your tutor, fresh or first shy senior year. And it was really nice because um even though I'm not a first generation college student, I still found myself facing a lot of the struggles that you talked about. And it was really nice to be like, Oh, like, yeah, I'm going through this too. And I kind of had the opportunity to share some advice with the freshmen and sophomores working in your classroom. And it was super nice just to build those lasting relationships. Cause like, even this morning I was walking to AP stats and I saw two girls and I was like, Oh my gosh, like, how was your guys' day? And it was just great. Like the relationships you're building, the advice you're sharing and what you're doing, I think is really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Tutors make no difference. (laughs) Do you want to start with our first question? Yeah, I'd love to. So I'm kind of on this same topic, just in terms of all the great things that makes Ida, Ida, um, kind of on that same topic, just wanted to ask you, um, my brother's wanting to be a high school teacher. I know that you and I discussed this um, about a month ago, but for everyone who's trying to, you know, potentially be a teacher down the line, I'm, I was just curious, what have you found in terms of the skills, abilities, and personal attributes that are really essential to um, success in being a teacher? Um, you're gonna, you have to wear a lot of hats as a teacher. Um, you know, some days I feel like I'm a therapist and other days I feel like I'm a mom to these kids. So you have to be so flexible and adaptable and know that you can have planned for this to happen and something will change. The internet won't work, you know, all day and your lesson is out the window. So you have to be really flexible, very adaptable. Um, you need to be open-minded because your students are coming from every walk of life and you have to understand, try to understand their perspective because there's going to be a lot that have really different experiences from you and you have to be aware of your own biases, you know, your own, you know, just who you're relating to and who you, who you're not can really also depend on like, well, I, you know, they remind me of myself when I was in high school. So I have this rapport with them. And then you have to kind of understand that, you know, everyone, everyone's experience is valid and, um, and, and you just have to open your mind up to, to learning new things. I've learned so much from my students over the years, you know, hearing about their experiences, their family, 
their background. And it's just made me a better teacher. You also have to be, I think you have to be really organized. Um, I am like very organized as you guys know, yeah, and super organized. but I just, you know, to have that classroom management, you have to, you, no matter what grade level you're teaching, you kind of need to be able to provide structure for your students because even though they won't say that they like it and they crave it, they really do. And, um, you know, I taught middle school before I did high school and I brought some of my middle school strategies to high school and high schoolers are just big middle schoolers, you know, they love it. <laughs> we do, you know, so organized, um, you have to be collaborative because you're going to get the best ideas when you work with others, you don't really want to do it alone. You want to work with other teachers. You want to get ideas from them. Um, and, you have to obviously be comfortable speaking in front of, you know, a crowd of people. That probably um, helps a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, those are just a couple of things I can think of right now. Um, but you, and you also have to like with any career, just be really open to networking because the teaching community is a small community. And I can't tell you how many people that have set me up with this opportunity, or I've set them up with that opportunity because they knew someone who knew someone and, you know, oh, you taught there, my, you know, best friend teaches there, or I have quite a few teachers at my school that their spouses work at schools with my other friends. So um, you, you really want to be open to, you know, working with others. It's not a, it's not a career where you should be like, I'm just going to work by myself. Definitely not. Um, And, and you also should be able to, and it's hard, but to not take things personally, you know, to really separate yourself from what's going on. Because a lot of times it's not you, you know, they're not, they're taking it out on you, but it's, you know, they're teenagers or stuff going on. It's, it's not about you. So you have to be able to separate from that too. Yeah. Being in high school is just a, it's just a weird time in general. I look back to where I was in high school and I was like, oh gosh, I had Justin Bieber hair. I was a completely (laughs) different person, but I think you're really being a good point too, just about being open-minded and not taking things personally because everyone does come from different backgrounds. And like you said, high school's a weird time. So having that understanding for, you know, where people are coming from, understanding that it is a difficult time for a lot of people is super important. But and I really like that answer. Just kind of giving us, you know, comes to more difficult aspects of it, but also some of the more rewarding aspects of it as well, just in terms of how to be successful. So no, thank you for that. And uh, Capri, I'll turn it over to you for uh, the next question. So kind of on the topic of, um, things you should know about a teacher. Did you always know that you wanted to be a teacher? I did. And I am really lucky because I work with students that have no idea what career they want. And I know that that's so hard. So I, when I was younger, just, it was a little bit more simple, like, Oh, I like working with little kids. I like babysitting and I want to be a teacher and work with young kids. And that was all it was at the time. Um, and you know, it kind of happens with like a lot of girls growing up, you know, unfortunately we don't really encourage our boys to see themselves as teachers as well. And that they can also have that like nurturing part of them. So, you know, women make up the majority of the workforce, but that was it for me. And, but it did develop into something different, you know, like it was elementary. And then when I got into college, my last year, then I switched to like, I think I'm going to do middle school. And then, um, when I was in middle school, I said, I'll never, ever teach high school ever. And now I'm in high school and never go back. So, you know, I always knew I want to be a teacher, but the grade level has shifted and the reasons for why I want to be a teacher have definitely changed or why I enjoy it from when I was 10 years old. Thanks for sharing. And kind of going off of that again, um, did you have like a traditional college route? Um, how did you become a teacher? 
I had a pretty traditional college route. Um, I went to school here locally in San Diego and it, for my family, it was always known that I was not going to be allowed to move out and live in the dorms. Um, my parents are immigrants. And so their experience is super different of like, you live at home until you're married, which like that didn't happen. But I, you know, so I knew I was going to go somewhere local and I just, you know, I went to Cal state San Marcos. And like I said, it was easy. Cause I knew what major I wanted. And, um, I had gone directly to the four year, which made it easier. Um, you know, I did switch around a little bit of like, do I want to, at the end, I was almost going to switch my major and then I didn't. Um, but yeah, I just, I did five years for undergrad at Cal state San Marcos. It's an amazing school, great, uh, teaching credential programs. And then right after I graduated college, I went right into the teaching credential program at, um, Cal state San Marcos. They, uh, were one of the few schools who have a, um, a program specifically just for middle school, um, teaching. So all my student teaching was in middle school. And then, um, after I graduated, I, I got a job that summer. So I never subbed or anything. I just went straight into my first job and been working ever since. Wow. Yeah. Pretty that's fast. Incredible. Yeah. That's really impressive. So you kind of followed more of that traditional route then, you know, you, you got your degree, you went straight into teaching. Um, did you do anything to kind of, you know, set yourself up for success besides getting obviously the degree, which is very, very important, but just in terms of, you know, clubs, organizations, volunteer work when you were in high school, when you were in college, or um, could you walk us through that? Yeah, when I was in high school, um, you know, I didn't, I wasn't an avid, so nobody was really telling me much about the importance of all that, but I did some community service and, you know, here and there, but I did take a class when I was a senior, my school had an internship class where you could do an internship um, for your last period of the day. And so I was able to go to our local elementary school and work there four days a week. And I learned a lot from that experience. Um, and and um, I also, uh, I taught piano from the time I was like nice. in like eighth grader, seventh grader before that um, to like all the, my family, friends, kids. And so I was like in that, you know, learning how to be a teacher um, my whole life since, since I was a teenager. And then um, in college, you know, I really was not a part of any organizations and I wish I had been. Um, now with my seniors, we always, we talk about how they have to join organizations and I, it's a really big deal. But at the time, you know, I didn't know, nobody told me, um, but I made sure that my job was related to the field, you know, so I worked at a Kumon center, which is like a math and reading center. Um, and then I was a, a college tutor for the AVID program at my old high school. Um, and so I had those, you know, my, my jobs were still kind of related to the field I wanted to go into right? so that I had, you know, references and experience. And, um, so that's kind of what I did to prepare myself. And then obviously I did student teaching when I was in my credential program, but nothing prepares you until you're have your own classroom. <laughs> How do you yeah, feel that imagine. all of that experience that you had going through college, starting to teaching with teaching piano, that's fantastic. When you were younger, how do you feel that all of that has helped you being an avid now and the, and the, the types of questions that you get and the kids that you're helping and all of the different variables that come at you with your specialty? Um, it kind of, it, it kind of lets me tell them like how to not do some of the stuff that I did because like I, I wasn't super involved. And so, you know, like right now there's this great club at Cal State San Marcos called the Future Educators Club. And I've, you know, re they reached out to me. I've gone and talked to them a couple of times and, 
you know, if I were to tell myself back in college, like you should join that club, you know, that would be great. And so it kind of helps me share with them. This was my experience and I did some things right. You know, picking that job that was in my career is something that I want you guys to try. Um, but I do wish there was some more opportunities I would have taken. So, um, it just lets me kind of lay it out for them. Like, you know, you can trust me. I've been there, you know, I've been in your shoes. I'm not someone, I mean, I'm kind of far removed from college now, but you know, I was there and, um, and, and I'm telling you that like your experience will be so much better if you are more involved and, um, you know, and, and like getting the job. So I, I worked as a college tutor for Avid when I was in high school and I met one of my really good friends there and she was also studying to be a teacher. And we both ended up becoming teachers at different school districts. We both ended up becoming Avid teachers and her school is an Avid national demonstration school. So they are top of the line, like amazing Avid program. And she, um, when I was hiring college tutors at first, I really couldn't get any because we were a new school and I didn't have alumni yet. And she sent over her students that had just graduated from her school down in San Diego and they were going to be coming to Cal State San Marcos. And she said, they, they want a job. They're starting college. They want a job up in North County. They would be fantastic. And so I got my first, one of my first college tutors from my friend who I met from my job back in college. And she was an amazing college tutor. Her name was oh, Alex, you know, or Kimberly. Oh yeah. She was great. Yeah. And she was amazing. And I would have never had her. I would have never had my first like college tutor if I didn't have that connection from my college job. And she was with us for a couple of years and now she's a teacher and I'm beyond proud of her. And I feel really old at the same time. Um, and so, and then through her, she told her friend, and then I got my next college tutor, Kayla, who was with us, stayed with us for four years and she's in her teaching credential program now. And, um, then I had one of my current tutors was also from my friend, um, over at, from one of her recent graduates. So she would kind of like supply me with her recent high school graduates um, that were going to be coming to school up in North County. And, you know, I was really proud of that because we're, I think like the only school in our district that has this consistent, consistent college tutors that stay with us for, you know, three or four years and we never have a problem hiring tutors. Um, So, but that came through my college job connection. Okay. How much do we love Ida? Now I see Capri Alex. I see why you love her so much. You are fantastic. I think that anybody listening who is maybe on the, on the cusp of what I want to be a teacher that was thinking they would, you just got them over the hump. Like, okay, I can do this too. Just really outstanding. Thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome. Any last thoughts that you have any last words of wisdom that you would give to someone considering stepping into the role that you have? Um, I, I do think it's a fantastic career. You can really change the life of a student and their family. And it is very fulfilling. Um, when I look back at the students I've worked with, um, it's really helping them get it, get uh, for to further their education is changing their life and their family's life. Cause they're really changing like the trajectory of, of what they would have done and they're getting that degree and then they're getting a career and they can help their family. And so it makes me really proud, so proud to see students who, you know, maybe their parents didn't even finish middle school or high school. And here they are, you know, going to college um, directly to a four-year and I've helped them navigate the process of how to get financial aid and all these things. And it makes me really proud. Um, and I think it's, it's a great career to have. And, um, and I, I mean, I highly recommend it to anyone and, you know, don't count yourself out. I have a lot of students who will say, I can't be a teacher. I'm like, yeah, you could. I, I see leadership in you. I see your desire to help students and help others. So, um, you know, I think it's, 
it, it's a great career, even though it can be a little hard right now after the pandemic, but um, I highly recommend it. And, you know, find your people, you know, if, whenever, if you become a teacher, just find your people because you'll need them um, to help you through some of the, you know, stressful times. So yeah, definitely great career. Wouldn't change it. Wow. And this is, this why, is why we, we love this you. Podcast. This is why, this is why we love her. And this is why that we do this podcast because we want there to be a resource that they, they can be encouraged and say, wait, that's what I want. I'm going to choose that path. And you might have just helped so many, so many young adults maybe get off the fence at saying that's the path I want to go. We want to hear from you. You can email us at 2ok2ya at gmail.com. Let us know if you have questions. We can get you resources, get you connected with the right people. This is an informational, amazing, life-changing podcast. Um, Alex Capri, thank you for bringing her in. Ida, thank you so much. Thank you. It was really nice chatting with you guys. Make sure and subscribe to this show so you don't miss the next episode of Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We want to hear from you as well. You can email us at 2ok2ya at gmail.com.